Yeah. Honest to a mode. Honest to a mode. Yeah. So, shall we do the intro to our new pod? Honest to a mode. Firstly, love the name. Yeah, it's a good name. Honest to a mode. So, what's it about? Honest to a mode is about. We are going to be honest to a fault about malt, right? Honest Genius. to a, honest, we we are honest to a fault. Honest, about yeah, honest to a fault uh, about malt, right? So I'm looking forward to. It. We're going to give a little bit of different insight into the nerdy world of whiskey. Hopefully, being less nerdy, and hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> but still talk about what we're, what we're drinking in the glasses, what we're enjoying. Um, still, I guess, talk about bottles a bit, but also about experiences, which and some mm. some learnings that we've had. So to cut in, who are you? Who am I? Uh, so yeah. I'm Duncan. Uh, I'm also known as Whiskey Tip on Twitter. I'm mainly on Twitter. Uh, I quite like the Twitter community. Uh, pretty much only follow people who post about whiskey. So my feed is majority about that. And I'm a little bit on Instagram, but I find it a wee bit vacuous. <laughs> kind of just hold my nose, post the odd picture occasionally. Um, I've been drinking whiskey since I was wee, small, right? You know, or legal age anyway. And I've always loved whiskey and I've taken it more and more seriously over the years or, you know, tried more and more and more of it. I am not a spreadsheet man. I do no. not know how many whiskeys I've tried, but it is a lot. Um, we have so, spreadsheet men. They can come in later on. at certain We points. could, yeah, um, we could bring out. <laughs> we have <laughs> we the could, spreadsheet man. We could um, bring out the spreadsheet man. Yeah. Well, uh, what about yourself, Mike? So as you said, my name is Mike. Uh, you'll see me on social media as Whiskey Wings. Um heavily on twitter and i do love the instagram just because it was an outlet for my creativity uh because i think i can take good photos <laughs> whether can i take can photos. i don't know but i think i got an eye for it so no, you can actually you took a great photo for our logo didn't you so yes yeah that's too much time on my hands but yeah it's good yeah. um yeah whiskey uh had no interest growing up in it whatsoever it was always uh my those small drink. small french beers just those little french beers that you're on all yeah. the time yeah 100 percent. yeah <laughs> that's all you're into and until then, remind me was it the age of 29 when you stopped drinking those little french beers no i still drink them though still drink them right? yeah just got a fridge full seven so we, pounds for 400 um, <laughs> when did you actually get into whiskey then what's your I think your looking back it? it must have been about 2016 so organized a stag do to dublin one of the boys and uh ended up just obviously doing jameson's and you had to buy a bottle of jameson's we all had hip flasks blah 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 so i came back to wales oh, yeah, nice. london thinking i was like a whiskey genius essentially like i knew everything because i had some jameson's went to a bar and uh, one of the guys from work offered me a whiskey ordered a jameson's and he slapped me in the face like full-on slap <laughs> like yeah. an actual slap like an closed, actual hand, slap closed, hand or, closed hand or open hand open sort of like will smith chris rock like just straight in the grid right um and, and do you think you do you think you deserve that at the time looking back now i'd say yes yes uh, i'd probably be in his position maybe we wouldn't hit someone no real need for yeah. that but hey, hey. Not, not advocating it but you know yeah 
a lesson so learned for you, right? He looked me still in the eyes and said, if anyone ever offers you a whiskey, go for a single malt. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So right. he basically went, right, I'm going to get you something called a Freug. Uh, Lafrag, as he probably pronounced it then. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. The, the Freig, we could we could have that one as a soundbite. We can have right? that one as a soundbite for later. Little mispronunciation. Um, and yeah, I went to neck it, obviously, in one, as you do when you do shots of whiskey. And again, nearly slapped me in the face, but stopped me. And then basically he went, right, you're going to smell TCP, fire, uh, lime. And I'm like, what are you on about? There's no way. Right. So he taught me through I'm going to smell. Luckily, I'm blessed with the nose the size of like whales. So yeah, hoover that, hoover that good, good sniffs up. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Everything he said, I picked up straight away. And then right. everything that was on the nose was in the palate. And that was that. I was like, I need to know more about this. So yeah, started sort of buying the odd bottle from there. I think I had a bottle of Lafroy 10, some Macallan Fine Oak, I want to say. And a right. Glen Farkless 105, and basically thought I was like a whiskey genius from the start. Well, um, it's a it's a good it's a good start, isn't it? So you've been into yeah. whiskey now for sort of six seven years, properly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, okay, and you're you're a bit Welsh, aren't you? A little bit Welsh. Yeah, and I'm a little bit Scottish, so we're both we're both sort of frauds in the in the true sense of it. Well, I said, were you born in one, Scotland? One for, of course I wasn't born in Scotland. Yeah, so I'm, I'm born in Wales. I've right, just, okay. You're the pariah. Fair yeah, enough. Lost, yeah, lost the accent because I'm like, I'm a chameleon. Like if I start speaking to a Scottish person, I will develop a Scottish accent quite quickly because I'm an idiot. Um, right. Yeah. I, do that, actually, I do that as well. Like my accent changes. So forewarning for people listening to the pod, uh, my accent could sound different week to week. Um, it's just always been a flexible thing. I can't do anything about it. It's not deliberate. I know what you mean, Duncan. I do the same all the time. <laughs> Who's that? Was that South African? That was South African. I thought you were going to try and dig me out then, but that's good. What was, the, uh, what was the accent you were trying to tell me the other day? And I said you sounded like someone entirely different. If you can't uh, remember, we'll just move on. But it was horrendous. <laughs> this is really I, bad. It was my Woody Allen impression. That was it. And who did I say it sounded like? Do it you remember? It's like when I actually listened to Woody Allen after I went, Oh, no, it's nothing like what I think he sounds ah, like. If I remember, head. I'm going to wind you up about that. Right, so you've been on, you've been, uh, do you remember the first, so the, you, Jameson's, etc. So what's the first whiskey you really liked then? Uh, Lefroy. Straight in at the deep end of Pete, 100%. Um, got me hook, line and sinker. Um, and then sort of expanded from there. It was only, realistically, I think only in the last... Four years, I'd say. I've sort of started to get roughly into like the sherry stuff. Um, I really love American whiskey. Uh, so, yeah, it's my, my horizons have broadened. Obviously, the more uh, experiences you have in terms of like live shows, um, sharing drams with people, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it depends yeah. on what whiskey they're, uh, they're serving at those shows in Thailand, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah I sort of definitely. But at the moment, feeling bourbon casks uh, more than anything as we stand. So that's good, considering I haven't picked up any amazing sherry whiskeys recently. But yeah, sherry, sherry I... refill, sherry refill and exports for the win, isn't it? Most of the time for the real magic stuff, if it's a bit older. Yeah, I think so. I think sherry's hiding a lot of secrets. Um, people are trying to hide, essentially, in their whiskey. So, yeah, yeah bourbon, I think, is a bit more honest. Uh, I think the first whiskey I remember buying a lot of was um, Abalore, right? Uh, mm -hmm. 
I used to get it and put it in, um, make uh, Godfather cocktails. For what? God, it's basically whiskey and amaretto. I've got oh. a real, had a real sweet tooth when I was um, younger. But um, I also drank a lot of uh, peated whiskey with my dad. So it would be like Talisker, Lagavulin, etc. Okay. Um, and there was always like stuff like Jura kicking around, um, it's you know, uh, early on. <laughs> Yeah, there's always Jira um, kicking about because no one wants to buy well, it. Well, I mean, even I remember, no joke, I remember being at university uh, and a friend, because um, whiskey used to be cheap. And I remember that, Mike, you, you missed the cheap, cheap days. A friend bought me a bottle of Buna 18. Buna 18, right? Um, when we were like 24, uh, we got um, Highland Park 21, just had that knocking around because it wasn't that expensive. Yeah. Even though we were broke, we could still afford it. So, um, I, I can't recount all the whiskies that I've tried over the years. Um, and I also did a bit of a period in Korea. And so I went to Japan quite a lot and I tried a lot of Japanese whiskies. Um, so I've tried most of the main ones that people would um, know about. But I have Better. to say, because I was often on nights out or doing stuff, it isn't documented, you know, but um, yeah. I'm aware of certainly some of the ones that I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the gist of Japanese whiskey, right? Um but everything feels a bit more special if you're in some sort of like tiny bar in Tokyo or somewhere else where there's yeah. like, you know, seven people and tables carved out of trees and you know the lighting's perfect, etc. You you could have served me a Jameson and I probably would have said this is magical, right? Yeah. If it was in the right glass. A tumbler, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag tumbler club. A hashtag tumbler club. Let's get see, that this, out there, right? This was the start of challenging the whiskey authority, as I see it, in terms of like not just being cheeky with it. Because I know people drinking really good whiskey uh, out of a tumbler, putting it on social media, really wound people up. <laughs> it, it has, it has wound some people up. But I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't fully get it really because. Um, you know, I believe there's a glass for every occasion. Um, and uh, by the way, big shout out to Paul Mort Whitson, who helped me get Tumblr Club off the floor. I'm claiming it. If you if you go back, if you're if you've got enough time, you had and you go back. I posted about it first, except someone about seven years ago, which was nothing to do with whiskey. Um, and then um, I want to thank all of the fans of Tumblr Club for helping to support it and get it out there to further wind people up. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes you just want to relax with the Tumblr. Right. Um, With some and, ice uh, and Pepsi. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Some root beer if it's Ben Bracken. Yeah. It's horrendous. Um, so, yeah, um, it's been it's been good. It's nice to see people proud of drinking out of a tumbler. But I want to just put it on record. I drink equally out of you know, cans and Capitas and other assorted glassware, including like the blenders glass. And I think we'll probably do a pod on glasses at some point. Hmm as long as we can keep it fun. But generally, it's really easy. If you've yeah. got a really low ABV, you need a, a, a tighter neck at the top of the glass so that you can, it sort of brings the fumes together, concentrates them so you can get a bit more out of it. If you've got a really high ABV whiskey. Glass session, just because, although everyone claims to have all the science behind it and stuff, and obviously a Glen Cairn is going to concentrate things more than a, an open top tumbler, but do they make that much of a difference? Be good to have same dram, five different glasses all lined up just to see we actually did we did do something like that with uh whiskey chaps at one point a while ago and they wrote a great blog about it um um but i 
I think that we should we should do that. So we yeah. should do it. I think generally speaking, a tumbler is about relaxation, and other glassware is about really no, you know, really enjoying the nose side of things. We need like a boxing bell for future pod ideas. Yeah, yeah. Ding, ding. There, like, ding, are ding, you ding. gonna, Mike? Are you gonna ring the That's, bell? It's gonna be my sound ding, bite. Ding. Yeah. Hey, I can't chase. I can't chase the chickens. I can't chase. Them. <laughs> <laughs> so we also we should talk about. Uh, so we've done a bit of an intro about us. Um, I'm sure people will get to know us a bit more. We want to go on record as saying that we are probably will have guests on. I think mm-hmm. most definitely, and we're actually really considering having a third person on the pod, aren't we? But we didn't yeah, want to. Yeah, maybe somebody with maybe somebody from from one Drew God country, right? Somebody who's another you know. Welshman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in France. We'll see. It would be nice to get somebody uh, actually, um, you know, uh, genuine Scottish or Irish on the pod. And we know lots of those people, so um, let's see what we can uh, we can do over time. Yeah. I think hopefully there's interest. I think everyone loves a Zoom session now for tastings, things like that. So everyone's got a bit more comfortable with this world. And even if it wasn't a permanent fixture, if someone can't spare the time or whatever, guests dropping in and out, I think, could make it slightly more interesting than listening to us to waffle on. Yeah, definitely. Right, let's do a bit about what's in our glasses at the moment then and maybe how many open bottles we've got as well because that will also help people to understand. Cool. Okay. So, Mike, whiskey, <laughs> whiskey wings. Uh, uh how are you what are you uh how many bottles have you got open at the moment how crazy so, have you gone and, and what's in your what's been in your glass if i had to be brutally honest i've got more open than i could probably ever drink in a lifetime which means i shouldn't buy any more but it also means you're a bit of a legend because you open bottles right so yeah you know, props which means i'm not finishing them which is probably a good thing for my like liver and kidney function but yeah but if you had to guess, I know I've got about 25 open at the moment. And I did set a rule of 20 as being the tops. Quick calculation, and this is the absolute lowest it could be. Is that a spreadsheet, Mike? No, it's not a spreadsheet. It's a calculator. Um, yeah, it's like having more fingers and toes than I've got, just because I was used to add up. But um, if I think every row in my whiskey cabinet, in my little whiskey room, 16 per section, I've got, what, 16 sections. So a minimum 256 open. I you know Men. I didn't I didn't know that about you and yeah. that is ridiculous. Yeah, that might be one of the highest numbers I've ever heard of. Yeah, I could probably run a really successful whiskey bar from my house. I um, just took a big gulp. That is actually obscenely mm. brilliant. Um, I, well, I, yeah, I, I, I have to take a step back at that. I had no people. idea. I had no idea yeah. you had so many open bottles. I've got low, and they're all pretty full. <laughs> I've, I've made a concerted effort to bin off the sort of um, ones that are going low just to try and preserve them a bit. But yeah, genuinely, I've got a minimum of that. I'd probably push it to closer to 300, if I'm being honest. Wow. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. But, well, and, and I haven't been over yours yet. So I'm now motivated to come around. When you said you've been you know, invited many times, you just keep mugging me off. Oh, that one was a train strike, though. That's not my fault. So <laughs> it was. That's actually, that actually happened. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to do a live a live pod from your from your gaff, aren't we? Uh, yes, hundred percent. So yeah. you've got two hundred fifty to three hundred open bottles. Yeah. Uh, what's what's been what's been your glass recently? What have you been loving? What's been in my glass? Uh, obviously, due to the latest hype, there's been some releases from our friends at Springbank. Um, 
I managed to get hold of a Springbank 10. I do believe you posted the link, potentially, to where that was Yeah, available. possibly. I, I died yeah. in one of those. Um, I picked up a Campbelltown Lock and a Kilkerran Bourbon Cast, the 8 cast drink. That was in my glass last night. Sorry, yeah, how are you finding that um, that Bob's current? Yeah, it's, it's nice. Drink. It's really nice, but to me, it does still taste young. Amazingly, yeah, it does taste that a bit young, doesn't it? Element on there. So, whether they've got like a really hard cask that just hasn't sort of accepted that spirit as well, I don't know, or if they've done something to the cask. But yeah, but uh, it's nice. It's got some legs. I think a bit of air might do it some good. Um, mm, I've done the same uh, thing. I've I've parked that one. Um, I've I've drunk heavy neck pour, maybe a couple of pours. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it for three months and come back to it. Well, this, that's if you do that, that's where you get three hundred bottles from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it often though. I usually neck just get pour, then buy another one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is something to be said for me. I think it will be a lot better after two to three months. It's very nice yeah. now, but you know, uh, you're always kind of hoping it's going to be extra special, right? It, it is, and then you you think like. You do a comparison to that compared to like just scanning my cabinet, the Aaron 10, which is like so readily available, such good value. Yes, it's less strength, but I mean, it's just a, an absolute winner straight out of the blocks. Is it worth the hype? Is it worth chasing down? Based on that one, no, I would say, but who knows what it's like in time. But right. yeah, I think. How about you? What's your been? What's been in your glass recently? Well, funny you should say that because you actually mentioned chasing, which is going to be the theme of our first pod episode yes. on Honest to a Malt, right? Have I got the title right? Honest to a Malt? That is right. Yeah. yeah this good. is where we, we're also going to record stupid little like sound bites where we take over songs and start singing on stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to do that. That's, we're we musical. It here. Yeah. Maybe the odd rap. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh first off the, 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 we're going to make this episode actually about uh chasing the dragon nod to your welsh heritage you know uh, the joy of chasing bottles it's not just about uh, enjoying drinking them it's also perversely become about actually the, the joy of chasing them which is yes the, the sort of slightly twisted nature of managing to get one and just that you've that sense of accomplishment uh <laughs> <laughs> if, if only um, they, if only they sent out gold stars um to you when you managed to snag one of these bottles as well you could have a collection of gold stars and so you know approval on i top. have one gold star i think yeah I, I do all right although um yeah. it's just me um and um using free time which i could use for something else um what's in my glass uh stuff that stuff that i've been loving um well i've just opened another bottle of tamdu 15 uh which i'm a big fan of i opened so. another bottle last night i think that might be I don't know how many bottles of that I've had. Quite a few. Is that your go-to? It's like my favourite kind of like tumbler pour, but it isn't cheap. So when I saw it on discount on um, on a retailer with top cashback, uh, if we're allowed to say that, I guess we are, uh, I, I picked up another bottle. So I've always got some in stock. Um, I've been really enjoying that um, uh, Glen Murray uh, Oloroso Warehouse Edition one. Right. Okay. That's meaty, loads of heavily sherried, all for, all full maturation. The joys of a full maturation. Um, Are you still fully in sherry land at the moment? No, no, no. I'm, I'm always a mixture between everything. Um, so maybe only in the summer I'll allow, you know, I'll, 
I'll be um, drinking, you know, all, you know, all out ex bourbon or uh, mm. bourbon casks, and maybe park the sherry for a little bit. But my favourite, you know, um, would be like sherry refill. I've got a, I like to buy the odd auction buy. I usually make sure the bottles are full when I buy the mic. Just a tip for you there. Thanks. Make sure, idea. make sure the fill <laughs> level. Don't purchase when drunk. I um, actually didn't ever see. I forgot a refund. <laughs> I, I've got a bottle of um, forty-six uh, percent GNM Balblair from I think it's two thousand thirteen, which I got for I don't know fifty fifty-five pounds hmm. uh, from an auction, and that's one of my favourite bottles. It's like really orchard fruits, loads of milk chocolate on the finish. Um, it is, yeah, it's that sort of magic spot. But, you know, it's it's not. If it is slightly sherried, it's ever so slightly sherried. It's yeah. like a sherry refill, you know, could it be like a third fill or something like that. Um, and that's that's one of my favourite bottles in the cupboard. That's non-peated. Um, and in terms of peated whiskey, um, I managed to get a bottle of that Master of Malt um, Le Chig, right? Mm. Uh, the twelve-year-old one, which is a sherry sherry refill, but it must have been a very active sherry cask if it's a sherry refill. So it's probably second fill. Yeah. Oh, it's absolute filth. It's complete it? joy. Yeah, it really is. And now I've got it to bow. Dirty tire yards and yes. Everything, all of that, just um engine oil and you know, tires and heavy smoke. Yeah. You know, Do you have to wear overalls to drink it. <laughs> yeah. Put a bit I of actually, your face. Like, yes. You're only allowed to drink man. it. You're only allowed to drink it in a garage whilst doing mechanics. Yeah. That's <laughs> Whilst <laughs> yeah. throwing tools around, just yeah, yeah, ratcheting things for no reason. Yeah, tool belt. Oh, maybe I'll take a tool belt to uh to the next whiskey festival. There's an idea, right? To carry the old Glen Glen Ken, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that one, skill. yeah, that one as well. I mean, I've got a few, and there was also a recommendation from um Ben uh Whiskey with Molly, right? Mm -hmm. He recommended a Who James is not e a woman called Molly. He's no, he's it not. He's got his, his Labrador's called Molly, isn't it? Yeah. Right. And it's nothing to do with anything else that might be <laughs> casually referred to as Molly in uh, no. <laughs> nothing, nothing to do with that at all. It's no. very much about the name of his dog, just to shout him out. Loads of Australian teenagers following him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loves an espresso. Flaming kids. So um he recommended a Kalila, James Eady, Paolo Cotardo, love of Paolo Cotardo, Sherry. Mm. Uh, 11 year old and that is excellent the reason it's excellent is because it has that perfect balance between it's salted sweet slightly sour it's all the things you look for it's also very crisp it's not mm. really an oily dram although i do like oily drams um and that's really good at 75 pounds so it has to be good right for 75 yeah. quid you could probably that's... pick that up on auction for 120 <laughs> yeah someone is buying one currently as it stands for 15 pounds over rip plus the uh, the fee they have to pay so whoever that is whoever you are out there please stop this you're driving me mental and that right? that kind of goes on to the topic we were going to discuss so like i got a message from duncan yesterday just incandescent rage at somebody bidding higher for a whiskey that is now fully available in other stores above rrp easily several like, retailers how is someone doing this that they haven't even googled the price of something to see what it's worth but it probably goes into that the chase the chase bottle, well the chase is most most relevant to springbank so yeah let's uh let's talk about what happened with the latest springbank release 
Uh, everyone gets caught up in FOMO. Be honest with yourselves. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying, oh, I don't want to get it, or I'm not bothered by it. We all get caught up in it. And it still is a really good whiskey. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's a good distillery. And um, all of the whiskey they put out from there, all three of them, um, you know, uh, Springbank, Hazelburn, Longro, they're all good whiskeys. They so, are good whiskeys if you can get them. If you can get them. So what the late, the last release online stuff was going crazy. So this is what happened mm. to me. Um, generally speaking, the most, you know, there's one retailer, which is very big based in Kent, which is uh, the easiest one to get a bottle from without you having to leave your house. Mm-hmm. Right. And to, uh, to forge relationships with shops. Cause I like to shop around. I buy a lot mm. of bottles as do you, Mike. So I like to shop around. And so I'd gone to the cafe to get some lunch and I, I'd seen that they dropped Springbank 10 in the morning. And so it seemed like that was the day. So I'm, I'm monitoring it in between doing work, keeping an eye on it, like lots of other people are. And so I go to local cafe to get some lunch. And in the 10 minutes where I'm having a chat with um, the missus and we're ordering lunch, in that time, everything dropped. And then I look back at my phone. The local uh, oh, no, that's, a, that's actually a lie. I did manage to get a uh, Kilcarran uh, car strength. So that was still there, and I got that. But the um, the local barley, which is the only one I wanted to get, really, uh, mm. uh, had gone, and I was I'm devastated because that meant I was going to have to put effort in, like real effort, to get a bottle, right? <laughs> yes. yes. And so, uh, what? Well, I don't know if you want to tell the story from your perspective. If you want me to to tell it, so what, well, did, what did we do? Just for the courtesy of the listeners. Duncan's got a bit of a smug look on his face as well while saying this, the hunt, because he knows the outcome, um, which you don't at the moment. So essentially, yeah, entered every possible ballot for it. And then, yeah, I got I got word of mouth from someone on this podcast that a certain shop in North London will be dropping local barley on a Sunday morning. Um, so made the plans to go down, get there, 6 a.m. I thought, well, you know, that's... It's definitely early enough. Get down there. No one's going to know about this little shop in the middle of North London. Um, it was on yeah. the it was on the same day as um, as one of the big uh, retail stores were dropping something like James Bond. So I I, I figured that that there would be le- much easier to go there. But the, all- the locust might be central rather than at this small whiskey shop. Yeah, exactly, exactly yeah. that. Right. So got up prepped my breakfast the night before all set I jumped in the car can't remember the time it was I think it was like half five I set off from the house got to the store I want to say 6 30 if I remember yeah, it's about that which I planned to get there at six so I was already sort of a bit slacking um, <laughs> bear in mind it opened at 10 yeah so you know I don't mind standing outside put a nice thick coat on get all set on you know coffee i'm there i'm set to stand in the queue for four hours like an absolute dick um after the hour-long drive as i pull up i see a line of people now i have been told that there were eight bottles available at this store duncan is that correct eight correct so as i drive past and sort of jump out the car i'm walking up and i'm like that looks like about eight people on the push. I can honestly feel my heart rate's going up as you're telling the story. <laughs> Getting the adrenaline back again. <laughs> like both the excitement for myself and the loss for you. Like yes. I, I don't need so caffeine right now. As I approach, 
in eighth place with the last bottle of local barley secured is Duncan. And um, I'm like looking down the line, Kangton, and he's just like, I'm so sorry. And I was just absolutely raging. I think I did it quite well internally. Um, I was ready to kill. No, I could tell. I could tell you were truly gutted, but you, but you were polite and um, and you know you stood and chatted for a bit. Uh, but you, yeah. you had that look of defeat on you, and I, I felt for you. Maybe I could just spin the story from from my side. So, you know, this shop is kind enough to send out an email. So, I knew how much you wanted a bottle, and I think I'm right in thinking you've never had a bottle of local barley, no. and no. you really want a bottle of local. It's barley. been a chase for a good few years. Exactly. So um, um, I did get managed to get a bottle last year and I drank it with friends um, on mostly on the balcony, actually. Um, shout out to, uh, to to our friend Paul. Um, and he uh, I think we did a third or half of the bottle and then I sent some samples to people. So it's not like it wasn't shared. It was shared. But that bottle was seen off and it was very good. That was the 10 year old uh, local barley. So. Be. Yeah, as it should be, right? But it's still £100 ish for a bottle. It was £90 last year. This year it's about £100. So mm. let's not be under any uh, um, illusions. It's, it's not a cheap whiskey, right? Although it is a very tasty whiskey. Mm. Uh, so I, uh, I, I knew I'd called ahead. There was eight bottles. I checked. And so I thought, what's, what time do I need to go down? So, like you, I thought we'll get down for six and I'll let you know about it. Eight bottles. We need to get down there. This is how much effort I had to go to. And people are going to think this is ridiculous. On that weekend, I had our daughter, Eva, and the dog. And my wife was um, out partying in Norwich on Saturday night and, and staying over or something. Um, and so for a friend's birthday. So she wasn't um, around. So I had to get a friend. <laughs> this is going to sound so ridiculous. Hold your breath. I had to get a friend to come over. Uh, at 5.40am uh, in the morning, a friend had to come over so that I was able to leave the house, right? Um, so a friend came around. I didn't around. know this. Yeah, this is true. So a friend came around, um, and actually I was also really tired. I hadn't slept because the whole night um, my daughter, um, she wasn't very, uh, she wasn't 100%. And so I think about 2.30am in the morning, she, um, she, you know, she wanted someone to be in bed with her or whatever, or she came and got into, into uh, our bed. And what, what toddlers do when they're about three-ish is they just move around loads and kick you basically during your sleep. So I didn't sleep at all. So I got up in the morning and I, ha I, I had to have this moment where I was, I was saying to myself, no matter how much I want this bottle, can I do it? Like mm. literally, have I got the energy? And I've made 2023 all about mind over matter. So I said to myself, forget about it. Just do it. Because it's about the chase. It's about saying you got something done, Right. So I got, I was going to ride the motorbike. So I, I messaged you to let you know I was, you know, leaving as well. Got on the motorbike. I left a bit late and I wanted to, I think about six. Obviously on a motorbike, I can make pretty good progress. And um, pretty cold that morning, right? It wasn't yeah. that cold, but it was pretty cold. So I've got up, got the motorbike out. I had a cup of tea or whatever, or a cup of coffee. Um, made sure I've got a warm coat on. Taken a book to read in the queue. In case people aren't being very friendly, although it turned out they were friendly, um, and uh, legged it down there. As I'm pulling up, because I may, I might have ridden at the absolute maximum permitted yep. legal road speed. Good, good. Uh, just, but, but efficiently. As I'm pulling up, I'm counting the people, and my heart is going crazy. And I'm looking at it, and 
I can't believe at 6.25 in the morning or 6.22 or whatever it is, there was already so many people in the queue. Mm. And I count them. Da, 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 da. And I'm the eighth person. And I, I've I had two thoughts. One, the relief that <laughs> I have snagged a bottle of local barley. And then two, I felt really gutted for you, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and then I messaged you because I thought I didn't to know see how me what... ass tearing up the road in my car and just like jumping out going yeah. that handbrake that handbrake that was that yeah. handbrake turn was unnecessary to be honest so um, I got out and then it it but here's the true story it turned out that some some of those people one of those people one or two of those people they they were sitting in their cars outside and also one of them all had been outside since midnight right. what are they doing right it's and the ridiculous. truth of it is most my sense is most of those people in that queue were not buying it to drink it and that make that breaks my heart right yeah and some of them were hoping there would be 25 there was no 25 so i said to you um we'll split the bottle right and this is a really this is a really important part of it right and you were like i said i'll tell you what we'll do is i'll split the bottle um we'll split the bottle and um i'll give you half i pour half into a different bottle for you and you were like no. <laughs> i was like so Tantrum. what I was like, say, say what? And then you went, no. I said, okay, I tell you what, I understand you want the bottle on your shelf. What I'll do is I will pour half of the bottle out into another bottle and give you that half the bottle. And I don't at this point, your brain, you were just in brain fog. Like you're like, maybe everything had just shut down. You were like, no. Right. And I was like, Mike, I can't do anything for you. That's the there best offer. You do. There's nothing you needed to do because yeah, like you said, I want that bottle. I've been after that bottle for years. and your hand-me-down offer wasn't going to cut the mustard because it's the chase. And it's the chase. It's you wanted to get that ball. It's stupid. It's ridiculous and stupid that I'm getting up at half five to chase this bottle. It's insane that people are getting up and going outside the shop at midnight to get this bottle. And My God, I'm really for three hours. I didn't have the 25 because, you know, they were just there to flip and make money. Um, I'm glad. I think so. I queue for three hours. Three hours. That's the, that's the truth of it. Yeah. Um, and then when I got in the store, because um, I wanted to make a point, I op- I bought the bottle and then I yes. opened it in the store. You know, um, through because... the tears, I saw that post and I was, <laughs> you know, I was proud of you. Whilst, yeah, I know. <laughs> whilst dabbing my eyelids with tissue. It is a buzz though, isn't it? Like that's so. Um, I managed yeah. to snag a bottle of Springbank eighteen uh, on um, another well-known retailer at some point, and also. Uh, there was one, and I wish I could remember the name. Is it something? Is it 1874 Graham Roberts? Robert, Robert Graham? Robert Graham's 1874. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did a, they did a, a, a ballot last year, and I won a bottle, and I couldn't believe it. And I, I said, you mean this is actually it's an honest ballot? Because I've never yeah. even bought anything with you. And they were like, yeah. And I said, Okay, well, so I, I I opened it when I got it, and I sent them pictures and I thanked them, and I bought some cigars from them as well because I felt so guilty having won this. I felt guilty. <laughs> exactly. Like, why am I feeling guilty? It's just, it's still, I, I paid the the it's still a price. lot of money. Exactly. Um, but you get that rush when you manage to get hold of a bottle that you've yeah. been searching for for a while, and that rush is part of it, I guess. Right. Yeah. I'd say like it's, when you win, like you win, when you win on an auction, you get an auction bargain. And yeah, you're yeah. watching the auction to the last moment, hoping nobody else is going to bid. Yeah. Right? And then someone snipes you, and then you pay like four times more than you should. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, because you fill it up to a certain amount. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just pushes the the extra ten pounds, and you're like, oh, oh no, yeah. Auction continues for another fifteen minutes. You're like, oh. so can can you think of any other bottles then that you've chased and just been? It's been a rush managing to get them. I'm not very lucky in terms of ballots and getting these rare bottles of sight. Like again, looking back now, I've got over the local barley rage for another eleven months. Um, yeah, I'm happy I got a ten, uh, just the standard Springbank ten, decent price, good whiskey. Um, better than last year's. I think I had a sample off someone. Um, yeah, um, when you got, you know, a bit of self reflection, I have 300 bottles open. Get a grip. Yeah, you, you do need, need to get a grip. Something. Yeah. But, or just drink more. Um, but One of the, the The other chasers, what was it? The, oh, I know exactly what it was. The little dog, Sherry. Yeah. That was what was it? The one you sent me, the uh, Sherry cask. Do you want me to send me a link? Oh, link yeah, there. yeah, yeah. What the, what the Kilkerran? No. Uh, two seconds. Let's jump on. This is not going to make good recording. The Wee Mongrel. Oh, right. What, Wee Mongrel 2? Yes. Yeah, it's good. It, it wasn't as good as the first edition. Like, that's not? the truth of it. No. no. No, I don't think so. But I just think, I know it was a smaller bottle, but that, that was like good value. It looks beautiful. like, yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's got a dog yeah. on it. It's, it's a good blend. Yeah, I, don't, I think they say they're not yeah. going to get um, a third batch of that. Uh, but people say they prefer the second batch. I think that's because people like really overly, over, a lot of people like over-sherried whiskey, whereas the first one was sherry, but not over-sherried. It still had a bit yeah. more the character coming through. That's one I give to people if they want to like try really heavily sherried stuff because it's like, yeah. I mean, you probably could have just mixed it and forgotten the barrel, just <laughs> just mixed a bit of you make with sherry. Voila. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you make would be a good episode. So, um, uh well we promised that we wouldn't have the first pod episode go too long yep right it's an intro but i'm really really looking forward to doing more of these pods as we said look you know getting a hopefully a third person on getting some guest contributors to come on as well yeah. uh, we're going to keep this audio focused because we have faces for radio um maybe maybe in the future we might go video you know after i'll attempt him to get on video folks don't worry here we go gonna have to have <laughs> a shave <laughs> we'll see i think but you know we're, we're yeah. looking for you know feel free to give us any feedback uh on that's what i was gonna say because it is like just contact us on any of the various social media platforms whiskey wings and whiskey tip um if you think there's any topics you want to talk about it's all light-hearted it's not going to be a very serious podcast hopefully it's just two blokes chatting um yeah. as they age disgracefully about whiskey and we need to get this one out before Whiskey Live because we're thinking yes. about doing something at Whiskey Live, right? I mean, we're both yeah. going to yeah. it's April the first, isn't it? First of April. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we need Should to get this joke? out. Yeah, we need to get this out before then because then I think the next pod will probably be about Whiskey Live, unless we do one yeah. in between. Depends on how we uh, we get going, right? Yeah. We're shooting yeah. for one a week here, aren't we? Shooting for the stars. Yeah. Might as well go big. Go go big yeah. or go home. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right well I've, I've really enjoyed it thank you to yes, everyone for listening me too and um we'll catch you on the next one